Hello and welcome to this latest installment of Barnards on the NBA. I am your host, Matt Barnard, and I'm joined here by my son and co-host, Emilio. Hello. He's uh, playing it cool today, but we are here uh, once again midweek to uh, give our listeners a little bit of a deeper dive than we uh, we do in our weekly uh, weekend recaps of league action. We're going to focus in here on uh, one player once again, as we did last week with Clint Capella. And this week we're going to be talking about uh, the rookie sensation, LaMelo Ball. Yeah, probably going to win rookie of the year, to be honest. This guy is making a big wave so far in the NBA in uh, just the first uh, 21 games or so of his uh, career. Yeah. And uh, let's uh, let's dig in. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about first here? Let's talk a little bit about where uh, where LaMelo came from. He's from, obviously, uh, a basketball family, but let's uh, let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, from a family with um, Lonzo, Leangelo. And, uh, uh, and, and, his and their dad, LeVar, right? I mean, yeah, LeVar. Uh, big, big personality unto himself, the uh, man behind Big Baller Brand and a guy who hyped up Lonzo a lot as he was coming into the league. Did he uh, hype up LeMelo, too? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been a big part in a big part of uh, driving uh, the path of LeMelo's career, as we'll, we'll get into here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, big personality and a guy who, uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways has uh, put a lot of pressure on uh, on these kids to, uh, you know, kind of overcome his uh, his big personality and, uh, and ego. But I think uh, so far so good for uh, Lonzo and, and uh, LaMelo at least. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about LiAngelo yet. Yeah, I don't know if LiAngelo uh, quite has the talent of, uh, of his brothers. Obviously, these two guys taken really high in the draft. Uh, Lonzo at number yeah. two and LaMelo here at number three. But let, let's talk a little bit about uh, where LaMelo came from. Uh, from California, a uh, California guy, uh, played high school there at the uh, noted uh, Chino Hills program, which has had a lot of uh, big-time recruits come through there, and uh, played on a team with uh, with his brothers, uh, Lonzo and, and LiAngelo, and also uh, NBA rookie uh, Anika Kangu. Oh, oh, nice. So, um Nico Kangu, I'm playing with um, Lamelo, I guess. Yeah, in, in high school, and and obviously had a, had a really unusual uh, high school career, really high profile with his uh, his brother Lonzo. Obviously, uh, you know, garnering a lot of attention as a prospect when uh, when Lamelo arrived. Lamelo uh, notably, uh, you know, performed extremely well right at, right yeah. out of the gate. Twenty seven points in his first game as a as, as a starter as a freshman in high school. Uh, notably, threw up a. Uh, a half-court shot, like two seconds into a game uh, during his uh, sophomore year. I'm about to play this for uh, for Emilio to check this out. Uh, just off a tip, this is like immediately off the tip, uh, points at the half-court line and bombs <laughs> three <laughs> to start the game. So Lamella, obviously a very showy player from oh, uh, early in his career. That was really nasty. You should got to watch that clip. <laughs> This is, uh, again, his sophomore year at, uh, at Chino Hills. But, I mean, he was doing really showy things all over the place. I mean, had a game where he scored 92 points in, in high school against uh, Los Osos uh, High School. 92! The most uh, points in California high school history. So, obviously, people knew this guy could ball from early in his high school days. That is ridiculous. 92. He had, he had this uh, really odd path uh, to the league as well because uh, it became clear uh, based on a, uh, a shoe deal which he signed with uh, with Big Baller Brand, his dad's brand, that he wasn't going to be playing in uh, in college due to rules uh, concerning what uh, yeah what he played in Australia I think. exactly played in Australia and actually uh, even before that 
went to play in uh, Lithuania with uh, with his brother Leangelo. Uh, didn't play for very long in, in either of those places, uh, as it turned out. Uh, went to the uh, Baltic Basketball League to uh, play with uh, Prenai, I think is the name of the team, but only lasted there for about a month before uh, heading back to uh, the U.S., where he played on the uh, Los Angeles Ballers of the, uh, the Junior Basketball Association, a league that his dad actually started. So got, uh, got an opportunity to, uh, to get some run in there, even as he was not going to college. Yeah. And as you mentioned, uh, ended up with the Illawarra Hawks as well, where he ended up playing about 12 games in the, uh, the NBL, the Australian Basketball League. Yeah. Um, oh, he only played 12 games there. I thought he was playing there for like all last year. Well, it, it, he was there for the entire season. It just ended up only being 12 games before he was finished. I mean, he, uh, uh, I think, had a injury to his foot while he was there, so he didn't end up playing as much as he might have otherwise. But I think he also probably had done um, most of what he came to Australia to do in terms of establishing himself as a high-level prospect and a guy who could be taken uh, early in the lottery in the NBA draft uh, in 2020, which yeah. is, of course, what ended up happening. I mean, he, he won the uh, equivalent of the Rookie of the Year in the NBL despite only playing a few games, so he definitely made an impression there. And, in yeah. fact, interestingly, he was the uh, youngest player ever to record a triple-double in the NBL. I think well, he uh, recently matched yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty impressive stuff there. So l- let's talk a little bit about him uh, entering the NBA. Yeah. Uh Talk about the uh, the, the yeah. draft situation that he uh, he found. Oh yeah, I think he definitely could have gone number one overall. Um, it was definitely a um a close call there, but um ended up going number three overall behind Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman. Uh, yeah, he, I think he should go one overall number one overall. Looking at it now. Yeah, and I mean I think that you know he, he's uh, he, he's shown a lot in, in the early going here. I think uh, you know there's there's reason to believe he might have a higher ceiling here than. Um, Certainly, Anthony Edwards, based on what we've seen so far. Uh, I, know, I think you underrate Anthony Edwards. Amelia's really a bit more of an Anthony Edwards partisan than uh, than I am thus far. Just not a, not an incredibly efficient player, and I think you know some of the flashes that you've seen from uh, Lamelo, as we'll get into, uh, really exciting. And you know, you, yeah. you could imagine them translating to uh, you know a big role on on a good team. Yeah. Not so sure I could say that about Anthony Edwards, but I, I, how long do you think he's going to stay on the um, the horn? It's a great question. I mean, you know, I think it depends whether he becomes kind of a franchise cornerstone and what kind of a team they're able to develop around him. Uh, we can get into that some more as we uh, we talk about his projection uh, further oh, yeah. into the episode. Uh, so, all right, so he's 21 games into his career in the NBA here with, with the Hornets. Let's talk a little bit about uh, his physical characteristics. When, when you're looking at LaMelo on the court, what, what do you see in there, Mills? Um, really um, looks like... He looks, he looks good. Yeah, I mean, not not a, not a huge guy from a uh, from a physical perspective. Uh, I mean, six six, a so really good size for a uh, for a primary ball handler, a point guard. So I mean, more in terms of his girth. I mean, kind of a, a hundred eighty pounds in terms of how he's listed, and he looks kind of slight out there. But I think that allows him to. Uh, yeah, he definitely can hit threes too. Fits into some tight spaces, absolutely. So yeah, we can transition to, uh, to talking about his game a little bit. Obviously, from a physical perspective. Uh, might continue to fill out. He's still really young at this point. I think uh, only 19 years old currently. Um, yeah, he is only 19 years old and 165 days old. So, yeah. Mentioning that does uh, date the podcast uh, very specifically. <laughs> so, you know that we are recording this on February 3rd, 2021. Yep. So, yeah. No doubt about that. Yep, that's true. 
And um, yeah, I um, so here um, it says has a brother Lonzo Ball, but it doesn't mention that he has a brother Leangelo Ball. Yeah, Mills is uh, looking at the uh, basketball reference uh, page for uh, Lamelo Ball. Of course, uh, basketball reference. Uh, shout out to you guys. Yeah, probably because um, he uh, Angel hasn't played yet. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't made it in the league. So on Basketball Reference, they're uh, going to show players who have, uh, you know, appeared on an NBA uh, roster in, uh, you know, an actual game. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let, let's talk a little bit about his uh, about his playing style. I mean, wh what do you see when uh, when Lamelo is out there? He's certainly one of the more stylish players in the league, I would say, even right now. Yeah, I mean, his office style is passes with the behind the back, the lobs. I mean, it's really nice. Definitely like that lob with Miles Bridges, and he's got some good style, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, in terms of his uh, his skills, I mean, some things that really stand out, his, uh, his dribble moves. I mean, he's got all the dribble moves, I feel like. I mean, you know, if, if one thing doesn't work, he's got another one to go to. He can flow from one to the next yeah. really fluidly. And I Amazing also, handle. Yeah, I also think those um, those Hornets jerseys make him look a lot sharper. Which ones are you talking about? The um, the bright blue ones. Yeah, those ones are nice. I'm not, not a huge fan of, like, the kind of duller uh, blue ones that they have now also, the Buzz City. Yeah, I just feel like the Hornets, like, the Hornets colors – Make make his moves look um, just a little bit better. Yeah, I, I, he, I agree. he still has great moves. I'm just saying it makes him look a little, even a little bit better. It enhances it uh, that much more. I, I agree, and he's he's playing with with some pretty good teammates on on the team this year, as you mentioned, Miles Bridges. A fantastic uh, combination with him with th those two guys coming together. Yeah. Miles Bridges, a monster dunk artist, and a guy who has a pretty wide catch radius. He can uh, catch the ball in all sorts of different areas to throw it down yeah. on alley oops. And has uh, done that a lot already this year. I mean, they've they've hooked up yeah. for some spectacular stuff. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, uh, you know, some good three point shooters on this team who uh, Lamelo has been able to find. And uh, so, in addition to those uh, those you know uh, dribbling moves that he's so uh, fantastic at, obviously his passing is uh, is is worth discussing. I mean, he yeah. he has all all the passes as well. I would say. Yeah, he's really good at passing. I mean. Um, you can watch his assists like every day, and there's going to be one that you um, um, <laughs> fall off your chair about. Absolutely. I mean, he's got amazing vision. He's got uh, fantastic ability to get the ball where it needs to go. I mean, he's he's got great feel. And yeah. I mean, you know, at uh, at 19, as we were saying, I mean, already, I mean, I think one of the more uh, spectacular passers in the league and a guy who's able to, uh, you know, find passes where uh, most guys can. I mean, like yeah. he already is showing this elite level skill in this area. Now, um, in terms of his shooting, I mean, let's, let's talk a little bit about what else he's been able to accomplish on the offensive end. Let's talk about his numbers a little bit to set that up for the, uh, for the folks. Oh, his shooting. Yeah. He's, um, he shot, um, uh, where is that? Um, four for, um, well, his percent, field goal percentage is 42,423. <laughs> 42.3%. 42.3%. And um, overall from from the field, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that efficient on threes, 30.8%. And um, yeah, I mean, on twos, a little over um, 500%. But 
Yeah, yeah. a little over fifty percent on, on twos for the uh, for the season thus far, and he's averaging uh, twelve point two points, uh, six point one assists, and five point nine rebounds. In addition to uh, basically a steal and a half, and uh, a little under half a block per game. Really, I mean, you know, for his first twenty one games in the league, a guy who's not a a, a physical beast. I mean, from a size perspective, I mean, really some impressive numbers across the board. Oh yeah, for sure. And just want to mention he wears number two. Yes, that is an excellent note to uh, to get in there. I, I completely agree. So let's talk about his uh, about what you know the kind of the arc of his season so far. We, we've talked a bunch as the uh, season's gotten underway about him not starting despite these uh, really good games that he's had off the bench in a lot of cases. And uh, he started their last game. Yeah, I mean, I think they were without uh, Terry Rozier in in that game, so I think that probably pushed him into the starting lineup. I don't know whether that'll stick around once uh, Rozier is back. I don't think it's expected to be an extended absence. The uh, Hornets play again tonight as we record this, so it'll be interesting to see whether Lamelo starts or not. See how um, how that um, how that impacts his um, starting ability. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think uh, you know, one way or another, he's established himself as a guy who can play. Uh, you know, up to about 30 minutes, or he's played uh, as many as 31, even off the bench. I mean, you know, in, in games where he's performing well, he's got an opportunity to play into crunch time. And uh, Oh, you know, yeah, he's played in crunch time a bunch. He's really established himself. I mean, I, I think he, he just had his best game, uh, the, the game before this one, just a couple of days ago, uh, where he went eight for 10 from the floor, two out of th- uh, three from uh, Yeah, we talked about three. that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and, and nine of nine from the line, too. Yeah, I, I think, big time with um, the three personal fouls. Yeah, of course. You got to mention the personal fouls, but I think it's worth noting that uh, his last two games, nine of nine from the line, six of six from the line. So he's getting to the yeah. line a bit more. And uh, as a guy who's shooting uh, almost 80% from the line, that's going to continue to enhance his effectiveness. Yes. Um, almost did foul out last night, though, which is kind of unfortunate. You don't really want to see that. No, but I mean, it's going to happen from game to game. I mean, especially in a By situation pass. where, yeah, I mean, you know, that was his first start, as we mentioned. So he's going up against starters uh, more often than, uh, you know, he might. Uh, or than he had previously, and uh, you know they won that game regardless against the uh, against the Heat. So definitely been part of a uh, solid yeah. season so far from the Hornets. Malik Monk. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the on the weekend podcast. Yeah, that 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 makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, Malik Monk uh, really went off there as well. So obviously, uh, not a ton to talk about in terms of uh, what he's done over the course of his career. We just kind of covered that as we've uh, discussed what yeah. he's done. Just so want to mention. Youngest player to get a free for all. I know you said that earlier. Just very impressive. Yeah, not only that. I mean, we were actually watching the uh, the game prior to that on January eighth, and uh, it was a terrific game. He went up against uh, Lonzo for the first time. Some some great moments there oh, I with him. That one. Oh, I was watching it uh, oh. maybe with uh, with your mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was going up against uh, Lonzo. The two of them were guarding each other. Very cool to see these uh, these brothers uh, going head to head in the NBA and actually was part of uh, the uh, the Hornets coming back in that game and getting a win and actually finished one assist shy of a triple-double at 12 points, uh, 10 rebounds, and nine assists. And then the very next day, he actually gets it and uh, becomes the uh, youngest player in NBA history with a triple-double. Very yeah. impressive stuff. Yeah, amazing. So as I was mentioning, uh, yeah, he hasn't been in the league for very long. We've covered uh, you know his performance so far this year. But he, even so far as a 19-year-old, uh, getting it, making his way onto some of the NBA leaderboards. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, you know, don't want to make too much of it, but he's 17th in uh, the league in assists per game, uh, 17th in steals per game, 8th uh, in assist percentage at 
10th in steal percentage, 12th in steals, 13th in assists. I mean, a little That's bit of there, but ninth in triple doubles with one. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, he, he's definitely making an impact. I mean, already in his career, which is uh, really saying something for a guy with as little experience as he's had. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and he's had like 11 assists in a game, 14 rebounds in a game, and 27 points in a game. So. Yeah, yeah. So some pretty impressive uh, high points so far in his career. Yeah. All right. So before we uh, wrap up this uh, this episode. Let's talk a little bit about where you see uh, Lamelo going in his career. Obviously, very yeah. early days, but what do you think? I think he's gonna be a very good player. I think he might make the All Star team once or twice, maybe, maybe be a consistent All Star, but he might drop off a little bit. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> uh, he looks good. Yeah, he looks really good. I think it's it's fair to uh, not come down too solidly in any particular direction. Yeah, I think he might also <clears throat> be like a um, maybe like a solid player. Never really makes the All Star team. He might be an MVP, or he might be out of the league. <laughs> I mean, like you know, it's it's hard to say. I mean, that, that's <laughs> all right. What what I would say about Lamelo is that he's got certain skills that I I don't think he's going to be giving back at any point for quite some time. His handle. His passing vision, he's got some kind of three-point shot already in his game right now. He might develop a little bit. Yeah, I mean, these these are like the core areas of his game that I think are going to be pretty consistent for him. Yeah, I think he's going to stay for the Hornets for a bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why they would let him get away. And, I mean, you know, if, if things continue to go well, I mean, you know, you would think he'd be a max guy there. I mean, they're not over. Unless Jordan doesn't like him. Yeah, but, I mean... You know, Jordan's probably going to like him. I mean, I, you know, I, I think uh, he's he's by himself made the Hornets a really exciting team, I think. Yeah, I think the Hornets are pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast earlier, uh, Hollinger and Duncan, a terrific podcast featuring uh, John Hollinger and uh, Nate Duncan, two of uh, my personal favorites. Uh, they were talking about, uh, you know, the teams that you'd most want to be a fan of over the course of the next five years. And I think... Uh, the Hornets are, are kind of in the mix. I mean, like, you know, if you had an opportunity to watch LaMelo Ball play point for you every night, that's pretty good. I mean, he's extremely entertaining. And, uh, you know, yeah. he did that. I mean, the Hornets certainly were not a glamorous franchise even as recently as last year. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's impressive stuff. I, I, I think, I mean, I, I would go so far as to project some all-star appearances for, uh, for LaMelo. I think he's got the kind of flashy game and uh, the ability to post big numbers Triple doubles are going to be in his future. I mean, they're going to be a part of his game going forward, I think. I mean, look at his averages right now, just as we mentioned, 20 games into his career. Already, you know, averaging, you know, almost six rebounds and six assists per game, you know, just in the minutes that he's played so far at this early stage of his career. I, mean, I think he's easily going to be scoring double digits most games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's going to get enough looks that that's going to happen. His three-point shooting hopefully is going to continue to improve. I mean, his, his foul shooting is a good indicator that, you know, that he, he can shoot the ball. It's really just a question of, of getting the reps in and, and hopefully. Especially uh, that half-court shot definitely proves that they didn't work. Well, that half-court shot from uh, his sophomore year of high school was uh, was pretty nice, that's for sure. Yeah, so um, want to wrap it up there? Yeah, let's uh, lo- let's leave it there. This was a fun look at uh, Lamella Ball, one of the up-and-coming players uh, in the league. And, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks so much for joining us. If you have questions. Uh, uh, any comments or questions for us, you can reach us at BarnardsOnTheNBA at gmail.com or BarnardsOnNBA on Twitter. Uh, thanks again. Bye.